Hello everyone, this is the Ask Tiara podcast and I am your host, Tiara. Thank you for tuning in again if you're back with me and welcome if this is your first time. I hope that you stay. I named this podcast Ask Tiara because I was always getting messages from people wanting me to help someone they know. And the requests always started with them saying, hey, someone I know wants me to ask you a question. And that led to me having hundreds and hundreds of conversations and emotional work sessions with people that I knew and didn't know. And I always wanted to share those conversations and what I learned on a bigger level. So here we are. This podcast is all about creating emotional wealth by bringing ourselves into focus. We're going to take a good hard look through a self-awareness lens so that we can master the relationship that we have with ourselves so that we can then set the tone for all the other relationships in our lives. We're going to have honest conversations, play out real life scenarios. We're going to wade through our anger, fears, confusion, frustrations, failures, successes, our happiness and our healing and everything in between. There's a lot to unpack and I'm here for it all. So please find me on Instagram and YouTube at AskTiara or send me a personal email at AskTiara at gmail.com. I love all of the thoughts and the comments that you share with me. So please, please keep it coming. And I hope that you hit that follow button. That being said, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me. We are now on to part four or episode four of our New Year's series. Um, quick recap, we closed the year out by what, laying down our boundaries and how to enforce them. Then we talked about, um, in the first week of the new year, how to hit that reset button so that, you know, if we get lost in not being able to keep up with our new year's resolutions, we can just hit that button and start over anytime we want to. Then we talked about realigning, you know, just lining up with the stars, just focusing on our gifts. And last episode, we talked about resilience, right? So when everything doesn't go as planned, how do we come out of it healed, full circle, and just, you know, even better. So today, we are going to focus on receiving, right? So now we got this whole setup, right? If, you're, if you've been following me through the series, we have done this whole setup. As I just said, you know, we, we have set everything up for us to succeed or at least be in the mindset of knowing how to succeed. So now we're going to talk about receiving, which is just it's so important, right? So we're going to we're talking about the things that we want, right? So when you want something, how what state do you need to be in to receive it, right? How how do you go about being ready Um, just being prepared and being who you need to be to receive the things that are meant for you. So let's see, let, let's, let's start by, I guess let's start by laying out a scenario. This is a, it's a super simple scenario. I use it all the time. Um, when I'm talking about this subject or this, you know, this type of topic, but I just, I feel like because it's so simple, it's easy to, for your mind to kind of like to just run through the steps by looking at it from this, from this view. So we're going to talk about a couch, right? So, or like furniture, whatever. Okay. So think about when you want a new couch. I'm sure that most of you, if you haven't already, there'll be a point in your life that you will want a new couch or some new piece of furniture in your room, in your home. And what do you need to do to make that happen? 
right? So, I mean, obviously first you, you have to, in some cases you have to prepare for it by being able to, um, acquire it, right? So in, in the scenario with the couch, you have to make sure that you have saved up the money, right? To be able to go and purchase it. And then the most important part is think about it. If you, let's say that you have prepared, you've saved up the money. Now you're going to go looking maybe, you know, back in the day, you used to have to go to the furniture store and pick it out and then they deliver it. You know, now you might just order it from Wayfair or, you know, Ashley Furniture or, or wherever you look for furniture. But regardless, whether you go and, and order it from the store or you order it online, you will know what date is being delivered, right? And what do you have to do in order to prepare for its delivery, right? You would never have a couch delivered to you with your current or old couch just sitting there in your living room, right? You would have to, you have to move that old couch. You either have to donate it, throw it out or whatever you have to do to get rid of it in order to make space for the new couch, right? And if you're like me, not only do I want to make space for the new couch, but I'm going to kind of, you know, I'm going to vacuum. I'm going to wipe down the walls behind where the old couch was. I'm going to clean the baseboards. Like I'm going to do everything that I can do to prepare to have the best clean space available for this, this new couch, right? This new thing that I want. And I want you to take this such a simple example. Think about that in life, right? It's think about that with the things that you want in life, whether it is love, a relationship, a new job, um, anything. You have to clear space for these things. And we don't think of it like that. Sometimes we think of, um, you know, let's say in a relationship, you're like, you know what, I'm not happy, but you know, I want a better relationship. I, I want something else or I want a new job, but I'm going to hold on to this. Right. And, and I'm going to just wait until something good comes along. So number one, th th there we're talking about it, right? You wait until something comes along. It's not like you're going out to get it. Like, like I said, if you're going out to, to find a, a new couch, you're going to go and look for it. Right. But you're, you're waiting for something to come along. And you don't, and then you, you say, okay, once it, once it shows up, right, once it's here, I'm going to make space for it. And that's really not how it works. So th think about the couch, right? You can't, if the couch is now delivered at your door, right? There it is. It's blocking the door. It, it's, it's in the doorway. You can't just then you'd have to take a step to move the new couch out of the doorway to take the old couch out and then figure out now how, what you're going to do with it, the process of who's going to take it, where's it going to go, how are you going to get rid of it before you can bring the new couch in. No, you, you don't do it like that. If you do it that way, then what? You're like, you're under pressure, right? You're, you're moving this new couch in. You haven't even really had time to prepare for it. All you did was move the old shit out. And now you're, you know, you didn't have time, like I said, to vacuum the floor and clean the baseboards and wipe your walls down, probably touch up some paint, whatever. No, you're just going to move the new thing in, which is fine. But you are not perfectly prepared for it. And you had every opportunity to do that because this is what you asked for, right? This is what you wanted. And again, you can use this example in life. What do you want to do? Think of the things that you want in life. You want to move this. You want to prepare for what you want, right? By, by making sure you have everything you need to acquire it, right? And then you want to take the steps to remove whatever is in the path of what you want and move it out of that space. 
Again, clear that space, have that doorway clear so that when what you want shows up, there is a clear, direct path to the space that is meant for it. And it is nice and clean and prepared for it. I know again, I know it's simple, but this is real. And I honestly, when there's things that I'm asking for, I don't really pray for things. Um, I, I just pray for focus and discipline for the things that are meant for me. But when I'm putting it out in the universe, the things that I want, I don't just say, hey, this is what I want. And then once I get it, I'll figure it out. No, I don't do that. I first think about the things that I want and say, you know what? Okay, if this is what I want. I need to prepare a space for it, clear a path, and then I ask for it. So I'm going to use, I have a, I have a couple, I have a few more examples actually, because I, I love this. I love this topic because it's, it's just, it's so simple to connect these dots in a physical way. But if you think of it in that way, you can really use that same method, that same model to connect the dots in a spiritual, emotional, emotional way. And in a, in a, in a way that, that makes sense for the things that you are trying to connect to in life. So the other quick example is, let's say you're going food shopping, right? Or you're going shopping for a new outfit or for your, you know, your fall wardrobe or to prepare your house for the holidays. You would never show up at, up at a store with a bunch of shit in your hands, right? Just things in your hand. Why? Because you need to go and look. When you're looking for new things, you, be, you need to be able to pick them up and look at them and have this empty cart to put them in to bring them home. Think of it that simple like you are going to when you go to a store you are going to this is an action right you're going to acquire something right so how do you come there you come there empty-handed you come there ready to be able to pick up what you need put it in the car and bring it home how ready are you in life to just pick up the things that you need take them in and use them. I'm not saying that you need to be, you know, I'm not talking about just walking around empty handed in life. I'm talking about clearing the path and being, having the ability to just grasp the things that you want the same way you would walk into a store and grab a new wreath. That's what's closest on my mind, you know, from the holidays. I have to be ready to do that. My hands have to be, I have to have nothing in my hands to be able to do that. I have to have the money in my pocket and I already know where I'm going to hang it. And you know what? Where I'm ready to hang it at home, there's nothing there. I'm, I'm prepared to take every step that I need to get what I want. Do you know how much work it takes to to have to put things down in order to pick something up and then go back and get that. This is something that I used to tell my kids all the time. If I'd say, hey, you know, let, let's say they're, um, I don't know, drinking water or something and I'm like, go pick up your toys. And they walk over to pick up their toys, but they still have the water in their hands, right? So they only have one hand to pick up their toys and in the midst of it, they're spilling the water all over the place. And I always had to tell them, Put the water down so you can focus on what you need to do. Your hands need to be clear. You need to have the ability to fully engage in the action that you are about to take so that you can get it done, right? Instead of doing it with one hand and spilling the water, put the water down, use both hands to accomplish the task at hand. And I seriously always think about that 
when I'm trying to accomplish things that are important to me mentally or emotionally or spiritually. It's like, why would I take it? it it's so easy to do these physical things, but there should be even more care and the utmost attention taken when I'm dealing with matters that are, have to do with my heart or my mind or my spirit, the things that really matter to me. It's like, it's such a simple concept to apply, but we, we don't think like that. Physically, we think like that because it's right in front of our face and we can see it and we have to do it, but we have to start thinking about that in terms of the things that we, that really matter to us thinking about taking those same same steps of preparation and clearing a path and being prepared and having your hands, your hands won't really be your hands, but having your heart and your mind and your spirit ready to engage and embrace and grasp and grab everything that you want. I have a couple of more examples, but I have to use them because I'm just, it, it just, as I was preparing for this episode, I just thought about all the ways that we handle things physically and how good we usually are at that and just all the ways that that can play out. So when I thought about, I thought about like when I, I have all these beauty products, right? Whether it's like skincare, eye cream, you know, uh, facial moisturizer, whatever. All of these things that I have researched and, um, and bought or invested in and and just my process of using them. So there are times that I have a new product, maybe it, it could even be for my hair, right? Um, something that I'm using that works great. I'm like, hey, this is great. But then after some time, it doesn't work as well, right? Or I'm not getting the same results. Either it doesn't work as well or it's not working at all. And basically, it, it's just no longer serving the purpose um, for, the, for the reason that I bought it for initially. And I used to just say, you know what, I need to get a different conditioner, but because I spent my money on this conditioner, I'm just going to use it until it's gone, right? I'm going to, because I invested in it, I'm just going to use it. Now, mind you, I said, this conditioner really isn't, it's not doing its job anymore. It's not, my hair isn't feeling the way that I wanted it to, or, you know, if it's a skin product, it's not, my, my skin isn't looking, isn't glowing the way it was before, but I continue to use it until it's gone right? Or until I'm ready to discard it because I invested in it. And that made sense to me. It made sense to me because I'm like, I spent my money, so I'm going to get my money's worth. But was I really getting my money's worth if it wasn't, if it was no longer serving me, if it was no longer doing the things that it did for me when I first bought it? But it, again, it made sense to me at the time, like, you know what? I'm going to get my money's worth. But then I have, I have since... I no longer do that, obviously. Like if something stops working for me, let's say a skincare product, I discard it, I throw it out. Or maybe if there's someone else I know, I say, hey, can you use this? But I get it out of my space. And I started using that same, that same mindset, that same thought process to the things in life that are no longer serving me or serving the same purpose, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I'm like, why am I holding on to them? Because I at one time invested in them. So now I'm going to keep them here, even though they don't serve me or make me happy anymore or are really not doing anything to add to my life. I stopped doing that. And that put me in a position to be ready again to receive the things 
that should be in that space or at least be ready to receive the things that should be in that space. And I say this because um, I'm sure as you guys are hearing this, I'm, I, there has to be a few people that a light bulb went off, right? It, it is, I'm going to be specific in that, you know, there are times that we keep people or relationships or situations connected to us or in our space because we feel like we had previously invested in them and we we want some kind of return. We want something out of it. Or if we're no longer getting that return, we're like, you know what? I'll I'll get rid of it once I have something else. But you know what happens? Like think about that, think about that, you know, beauty product. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna keep using it until it's gone. So I use it for another month or two until it's gone. It did nothing for me in that month or two. And all I did is prolong the amount of time that I was going to get something different in my space, right? Or to, to, to help me with my skin that was going to be better for me. I know, again, I know that it's so simple, but I honestly, I take a long, hard investigative look at how I treat things on the outside of myself, again, physically, how I treat things that don't serve me. And I'm like, why don't I do that? Or at one time in my life, why don't I do that with the more important things in my life? And that's when I made that switch and really started doing that inventory on what I'm, what is around me spiritually, mentally, emotionally, what am I engaging with? What is connected to me that is, you know, serving this purpose or, and, and what am I receiving from it? Cause that's really the word we're talking about, right? We're talking about what, what is, what am I receiving, right? Is this what I'm asking for? And if it's not, why am I holding on to it? Why am I letting it take up space? Because that's really, you know, if I'm, Hey, if I'm looking at my bathtub, if I have this conditioner that I keep using because I bought it, but it doesn't shine my hair, it doesn't make my hair softer, doesn't make my hair look better. It's just taking up space. And you know what? If I got rid of it, if I said, you know what? It's doing nothing for me. I threw it in the trash. And maybe it takes me a few days or who knows? It could take me a while to find another conditioner. I'm not being hurt by that, right? I, it wasn't serving me in the first place. But I know that there is an open, available space for the next thing that I want to use or the next product that I want to use for myself that is going to help me. So again, I'm not saying that it is that easy but what makes, what makes all of this easier is preparing, again, preparing and clearing the space for the things that you want in your life. The same way you treat that couch, the same way you would treat a, a beauty product, the same way you would treat clothes, right? If you, if you try something on and you're like, you know what? I don't like this. It just doesn't look good. It, I, it, it just doesn't look good anymore. If you hold on to it, it's just taking up space in your closet get rid of it, right? Throw it out or donate it, but remove it from your space. If you had a favorite black dress that no longer, you're like, you know what? I've worn this so many times. I've taken too many pictures with it. People have seen it. I don't need it. Don't hold on to it. Let it go. Let someone else use it or get rid of it so that in your mind, you're like, you know what? I need a, I need a new black dress. Now you have an available hanger for it. And when you find the right thing, you can put it there. You have to train your mind to do the same things that you would do physically. You know, you can't see the things that you want, that your heart and your, and your minds and your spirit wants, but you know that they're there and they, they require the same attention that, 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 that couch requires. It requires, and it deserves the attention and the preparation 
and the space for it to reside within you if it's something that you really want. So now my, my last example, which is what really kind of, I like to close with this because it's what really kind of started my, it, it's what triggered this, this thought process for me. It's so long ago that this came up. I don't even know how long ago it was. It's over 10 years. But I, ha- I have a friend of mine who had, um, they had a, they had a, um, the first time they got married, they were kind of, they were on the younger side, but they were completely in love and things were great. It did not work out. And, and they're a very spiritually um, connected person and a very emotional person in a, in a positive way. And it really, it really injured them because they felt like that they did everything right and, and everything seemed perfect for this marriage that they entered. Anyways, the marriage entered and they were kind of, you know, they were in this limbo of finding themselves and figuring themselves out. They moved away and I lost touch with them somewhat, you know, because I could see them on Facebook. Then one day on Facebook, I saw that they were married. And I saw these pictures of my friends and her husband. And I saw this look and the smile on her face. And just from that post, I could see through that picture how happy she was. Like the happiness and the, the, like the arrival of her soul, it just seeped from, from the photos that she was putting up. So I reached out to her. And again, this was still many years ago you know, like, Hey girl, I I see you got married. Like, wow, congratulations. Hey, you got to give me the rundown. Tell me what's going on. And she, you know, she just explained to me that she, she met this amazing guy, the love of her life. She knows that this is it. And I don't even remember what I was in the midst of at that time, but I definitely wasn't in the midst of love or, um, you know, a, a relationship probably at all or anything that resembled what she was in. And I asked her, I'm like, wow, like, you have this, this happiness that, that I haven't heard from you before. And that I hadn't even heard, a, a, I would say at all from any of the people that I was around. I'm like, what, like, how did this happen? Like, how, how did you find him? Like, tell me the story. And I remember she said, I asked for love or I wanted love and I prepared for it. And I swear to you, I don't think I said anything for probably like 30 seconds because what she said I had never heard before and I had to take it in and I had to kind of like ingest what she said so that I knew, you know, what question I even wanted to ask or how I followed up and I don't remember what it was and, and I'm like, you, you prepared for it. Like, what do you mean? I think I I probably said something along the lines of that. And she just said, you know, this is, I really wanted a genuine you know, a genuine love and an authentic, you know, relationship that is, that is, you know, matched with me and, and something that was meant for me, but I had to prepare for that and I had to clear a path for it. And when I tell you after I was done talking to her from that one conversation, it changed how I, I thought about all of the things that I wanted in life. And I really, I kind of like did a reflection and I thought like, wow, I don't think that I've ever really properly prepared for what I really wanted in my life, no matter what it was, love, relationship, relationships, job, like a better life, whatever it was. I don't think 
that I thought of in the, in that way. I, I thought of it more in the way of once I get it, then I can make the changes of what's currently happening in my life in order to fit it in. And I'm like, that's not the things that I really want are not supposed to just arrive. And I, then I just kind of find a way for them to fit in. I should be preparing for them. But at the same time, you know, you have to come to the realization and the resolve in the fact that if you clear a space for something that you really want, there may be an empty space. There may be a hole. There may be, there may be a space that's not filled in the way that it was before. But that's okay. That is a landing space. That is a preparation space. That is, that is a space that's ready for the things that you really want. Because I didn't, I no longer, once I had that conversation with her, I no longer wanted to say, you know, when, when what I want arrives, I can then, you know, kind of just like, I'll say, okay, here it is. And let me just move it out of the way a little bit. And then, you know, move what's in that space out of the way. And then kind of like, you know, dig a, dig a hole or make a space the best I can. No, that's, that's not, that is not how I want to treat the things that I really want. And ever since that time, and I'm not saying I've done it perfectly, but ever since I had that conversation with her. I started thinking in those terms for all the things that I wanted. Like, hey, if I want this, before I even start asking, not asking for it, but because I don't ask for things, but before I start even, even putting my thoughts out into the universe, I prepare first. Because what if I asked for something, right? Or what if I put a thought out into the universe and the universe is like, okay, here, here, here you go. If I haven't prepared a space for it, I'm not ready for it. I can't really, I can't really accept it wholeheartedly in the way that I should if I'm not prepared for it. Sometimes we think that the, I guess the best way or the easiest way to go about something is for, is to wait for it to arrive or once it's there in our face, we can then kind of, you know, muster up the, the, the confidence or the the energy to rise to the occasion but the truth is that the best way or the optimal condition for you to be in to receive something is to clear a path and prepare for it everything you want in life deserves a dedicated space that is ready and welcoming and available for it to reside Thank you so much for tuning in to the Ask Tiara podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode you just heard. I'm so glad that you're here with me. So please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. You can also find me on YouTube at Ask Tiara, on Instagram at Ask underscore Tiara, or send me an email at asktiara at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. So please let me know what you want to talk about. Thank you. Thank you for all the love and support. And most of all, for sticking with me. Until next time, please remember you already have everything you need inside of you to be successful. I promise. <laughs>